Play the fucking intro. This is Dustin, and I'm bringing you another special episode featuring my friends over there in Day Drinker. Uh, once again, thank I want to thank all of them. I want to thank Bart, Jane, Ronnie, Antoine for joining me. This is going to conclude uh, kind of the three parts of that. Uh, this is about two and a half hour interview. This one's going to be a little chopped up, a little bit of the beginning before we really got into the introduction. So then a little bit at the end, a variety of stuff, but fun nonetheless. Feature some bands, uh, mostly bands that Ronnie are in or going to be touring with uh, as he's got several as I was alluding to on that last episode and what I got goofed on it was April 1st right like right before I was going to record I said oh yeah and he's in another band well I fucking fell for it it was an April Fool's joke by complaint uh, because as I have mentioned he's in several bands well they made fun of the, the fact, and if you go look, it's kind of a goofy picture of Ronnie as well. But nonetheless, he is in several other great bands. Uh, three of those bands are going to be doing tours, as he's posted. If you want to go check him out at Ronnie Hammersma over on Instagram, you can see these tours in case you don't want to rewind and I say it too fast or whatever. We are going to kick it off with a band that... Jane is also in, and it's a band that formed in 2019, based out of the Netherlands. Uh, it says that it's made of former and current members of the Reapers, Day Drinker, Suicidal Taxi, ZDA, Terror Defense. And if you want to find Malad, M-A-L-A-D, if you want to find them on social media, they are at Malad Punk over on both Instagram and over on Facebook, so you can go check them out there. Uh, we're going to play something off of that self-titled Malad EP. But before we do, uh, they have a to-be-announced show on July 26th. They will be playing in Torin, Poland on July 27th. And they will be playing in Prague, Czech Republic on the 28th. And then looks like Berlin, Germany on the 30th. So you can go check out this band there. These are some of the bands that... Uh, Ronnie's in and where they're playing. That's why we kind of compiled all these on this specific episode. So uh, we are going to get into a track right now off of the Malad EP that came out August 8th of 2019. Name of that track is called Anger. So here we go. Thank you. 
Malad, Angered. They've got a great sound. I am definitely looking forward to more coming out from that band. And speaking more coming out from a band, the next band is Crown Court, based out of London, but Ronnie also plays in this band. Uh, the band started in 2013. They just released a split with the Enforcers. They do have something new coming out soon as well. Uh, I think it's a full length, if I'm not mistaken. It's a one-song track split from each of the bands, the Enforcers out of Canada and then Crown Court out of the UK. Uh, the band Crown Court, like I said, started in late 2013. I'm not exactly sure. I, I should have checked that ahead of time but as to when uh, Ronnie may have joined the band. Maybe he was there from the inception. I don't know. But he's playing now. He's going to be playing on that tour. They're at Crown Court Oi over on Facebook and at Crown underscore Court underscore Oi over on Instagram. Before we get into that track off of that split, I'm going to mention because they're coming here to the States. Really excited for that. Uh, they're coming to the States early August. They'll be in Philadelphia on the second, August 2nd. They will be in New Jersey on August 3rd. They'll be in Brooklyn on August 4th, Boston on August 5th, and wrapping it up in Wallingford, Connecticut on the 6th. And a band that they're going to be playing with, we're going to talk about immediately after this, uh, let's get into that track, though. It's Rich Boy off of the split with the Enforcers. Let's do some Crown Court. definitely excited for the new release that should be coming out as well. Next up, we're going to be playing a band that will be touring with Crown Court while they're here. Why not give you an idea uh, if you're out there on the East Coast or you would like to travel to, because why wouldn't you get to go see Crown Court? But you also get to see a cool band from Buffalo and New York, Violent Way. Love playing this band as well. They released Bow to None July 22nd of 2022, so what, like nine months ago, roughly. Uh, they are found on Instagram at violentwayoi. Let's get into the title track. Haven't played that one yet. And then we're going to talk some more about Day Drinker. So here we go with some Violent Way. Violent Way. 
Violent Way. That is Bow to None. That is the title track. Great band. Uh, it's going to be a great tour there. Crown Court, Violent Way, and then obviously there'll probably be some local bands wherever you happen to go. So get to those locations. Man, I am jealous. Jealous of Philly, Jersey, Brooklyn, Boston, Wallingford, a lot of great stuff. Uh, we even talked about Wallingford on the show as that's where I went to Northeast Oifest. I'm sure it's going to be at Cherry Street Station if it's going to be in Wallingford. Maybe I'm wrong, but uh, that's where my guess is. Cool venue. Go check out those bands. We're up to Day Drinker. We're going to play uh, playing some stuff off of that original release that they put out February 8th, 2020. It was over, I believe it's on Sonny Bastard's records. The new stuff's going to be coming out on Rebellion Records. Hopefully I've got that accurate. I think I do. Uh, again, great band, lucky, happy to have them on the show. You can go follow them over on Facebook at Daydrinker Punk Rock and over on Instagram at Daydrinker underscore Punk Rock. Let's play some music. We're going to play music, go interview, and then one more track from Daydrinker, and then we'll wrap it up with uh, some of the Reapers, talk about their tour, a little bit shorter, I guess, on this episode, but including a little bit more of what was left of that interview. So hopefully you enjoy the conversation. Great band. Daydrinker is going to bring us May 5th Square first. Immediately after the interview, you will hear Lest We Forget. I think that's pretty much most of the Daydrinker tracks that have been released up to this point. So uh, sometime by next March, I am looking forward to playing more from Daydrinker. So here we go with May 5th Square. We were done 
How's the recording going? Or prepping for the uh, recording, uh, rather. I want to, I want Real good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, things are going well. Uh, we're having a lot of fun. And uh, what we basically do is uh, the demos are already done, actually. All the songs are done. And we're now uh, basically hammering out what, what we're going to do with the sound, uh, with, uh, with the songs. Uh, you know, uh, we're discussing the minor details and practice them. And uh, yeah, for me, it's... Uh, I still have to learn half the song, so uh, we just practice them right here. Yeah, we we, we basically uh, are renting a vacation house, how we call it here, uh, in the Dutch countryside. <laughs> so we just close all the curtains and start rehearsing here. How are you doing, mate? It's great, great to talk with at least three out of the four of you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the other one is knock out. Yeah, and he's not talking that much, so you don't miss him out. <laughs> he's not much of a talker. It would be great if we would be here because we're an international band uh, and uh, we, we all have kind of our, our funny accents. So, <laughs> uh, I got this rough Belgian accent, uh, Ronnie Dutch. Jane is German, and Antoine is uh, from the French side of Belgium, so uh, <laughs> that would still be a cool addition. <laughs> yeah, it sure would. And then I'm sure whatever language you speak, it probably sounds funny. Uh, uh-huh. I, I suppose if I was trying to speak any of your languages, I would sound even more ridiculous, in my opinion, anyway. Yeah, uh, you try, you try. I've been listening a lot to uh, Funk in Worldwide, and... Uh, yeah, oh. thank you, by the way, for, mm-hmm. for, for supporting us uh, yes, thank you. every time again. And Absolutely. It's, it's, it's really, yeah. It really means a lot, and we can't thank you enough for that. Like it's, I said, I'm a really big awesome. fan of the show. Uh, I like where you are going now with Punk and Worldwide, because uh, my girlfriend is Spanish, actually. And I'm, I'm traveling over there uh, once a year uh, for 15 years by now. So I know the scene really well, and I, I really know the scene in the north. And... I love how you do your research with uh, with all the different regions, uh, autonomous regions, and I, I know the north really well. But I'm very curious about what you're going to find in the south. Uh, speaking about ba- Basque Country, uh, they got a large scene there. Uh, Ronnie uh, just been there. Uh, yeah, uh, with my own about the Reapers. I, I've been there two weeks ago. Oh, man, it was amazing. It was, it was, uh, I, I really can't describe it with any words. I, uh, you have to live it there. Because Basque Country, of course... Is um, actually a country of of its own. Don't ever say. Don't ever call that Spain, by the way, because ooh, yeah, they have uh, their uh, own language. No, it's just not Latin at all. Uh, no, I, no, I no, no. But, it's, uh, it's like fucking Mordor Mordor language from Lord of the Rings or something. It's, it's really <laughs> it's, it's really weird. But really dedicated scene, and we mm. we're there as a, a foreign new band because they don't they're not really that much into foreign English language bands like that. So we were there and we, we thought, yeah, it could go any way, but let's try it and see how it goes. And and actually the, the audience picked it up really good and it was so amazing to, to experience that. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, a real they got a huge video. scene on their own, but uh, they're yeah. very smart, very friendly. And- very friendly. Mm. Really into uh, actually, they're, they're they're really into new stuff, and uh, they were open for that. So that, that was really something to uh, experience. Yeah, it was really cool. I have a question yeah. along those lines. Uh, this isn't really along the lines of the band specifically, or or any of your bands for that matter. But based off of what you just said, do you think it's a preconception for me if I were in a band and I would say, well, God, I don't know if anywhere in Eastern Europe, right? Are they a fan of what I would do? Would I go over there? and Or uh, would they be like, I get out of here? Or is it just an appreciation for, you know, because punk music, uh, different here and there, but overall it's the mm-hmm. same thing. No matter where you go in the world, everybody's got their own nuances. What they're singing about may be more specific to where they're from yeah. as opposed Absolutely. to, uh, mm-hmm. you know, maybe not as applicable here, but it's kind of that universal language. And so once, you know, I've heard people say what you said so many times, like, oh, I didn't know how we would be received, but we go there. And every time somebody's told that same type of story, it's always, everybody was great. Uh, They really enjoyed it. Do you think there is anywhere, or have you actually experienced some of something negative where you went and performed or even just went and watched and saw people like, oh, we don't like them because where they're from. You know, what, what you sing about could be totally different. Obviously, if you are hating people, no matter what it's for, 
Uh, a lot less people are going to get behind whatever that message is if it's just like, hey, we hate whoever because of whatever, right? That aside, is there anything else that you have seen, experienced, or you believe would kind of ring true to that? We didn't know what we'd get, and we got there, and they absolutely hated us, and we had to leave, you know? <laughs> yeah, so, f- so far, we, we did not experience any of that. We have to admit also that we still have to explore a lot of a lot of countries and uh we, we we didn't play that many countries so far with day drinker that is the thing you're talking about i'm, I'm thinking about dedication per country maybe mm-hmm. that I is never experienced something negative i, I noticed some competition lack of dedication no. maybe yeah, no, but, really. uh, I, I have to say in Holland, yeah, I have to say maybe it's uh it's more like some countries are a little bit is, are not that outgoing because it's in their character of uh, yeah exactly that's um, yeah exactly yeah uh, like the northern like countries yeah Danish like people have to say yeah. what a great show and I think yeah, I don't see you move your ass but you probably <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, <laughs> and then you got countries yeah, like uh, like 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 uh, the Czech Republic or something where they go crazy or what or like yeah. Basque country where they were and it's I, I get I think it's a bit in the uh, the character of the country of the people. That's true. Uh, That's yes. true. Like for example, when you play in Spain, they might not move, but they they do listen. And between the songs, you they applaud extremely it's loud. Very passionate. And about for example, in German, they, they're very standoffish and quiet. And you know that yeah, it's a different approach uh, depending on where you're going. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, I I do like to think of that that day drinker is is. It's not true, of course. It's based in Holland. That's mainly, I think that because I write the songs and uh, I, I live in Holland. But in Holland, the scene is dying. It's 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 oh it's God. aging actually. Yeah, yeah. We don't have new kids like in Spain. In Spain, you can see uh, punks uh, and, and skinheads from well, sixteen years old. That's crazy. Fifteen-year-old kids. Screaming, UFC. screaming at front of the stage. We don't have that anymore. Relies on Spain. <laughs> yeah, actually, we're gonna move to Spain uh, at some point. Yeah. <laughs> I actually do that. That's my 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 retirement plan to go to Spain and retire there. Uh, yeah, but yeah. you're married. Oh no, you're not married. Your your girlfriend is Spanish. You're not yeah, married. Yeah, so you were not married. No, not yet. <laughs> but what you were asking about? It's you, you mean like. People hate us, and I don't mean that, I, I don't that, believe that there is that. That's the you know you prefaced what you said why with I, I wasn't sure, but then we mm-hmm. got there and they really enjoyed it. And the reason why I've uh, spoke with other people, uh, the guys from City Saints, I did an interview with those guys about two months ago, and they said something along those lines. They were going to Russia, and. It, it kind of had to be like an undercover kind of thing because of the government. So the yeah. the, the venue was kind of an unknown. You had to ask around to figure out where to go. But the people really enjoyed what they were doing. Yeah. So the government's obviously it's different. And then uh, guys here from Salt Lake, I don't know if you're familiar with the U.S. and then Central American geography, but guy a, a band here in bit. Salt Lake, they went to through Mexico down into Central America. You know the punk scenes are everywhere, but not, you, you don't really hear a lot of people discussing many punk bands or punk scenes from Costa Rica or Guatemala or, or you know, places like that. But these guys exactly. went there and there, yeah. they were received so well. People really enjoyed and appreciated it's them yes, going. Yes. So that's the only thing I ever hear is how great when people travel to these places that you might not think would be as receptive or hey, we're glad you're here, but, you know, you have that preconception of, oh, we haven't been there. I'm not sure. Are we speaking a different language? Is this going to work out? And then you get there, and and you get exactly what you got, and it's the same as the guys on City Saints and the same as the guys from Salt Lake, from Mandalore. Exactly. Usually the the traveling is the most complicated, but but once you arrive at the venue and see the other people and the other bands... uh... Uh, you get the same mentality, the the, the same way of uh, the same outlook on life, and it bonds. It it bonds uh, a lot. But when it comes to the question, you you do. We're talking about Russia here. Yeah. <laughs> <Fucking hell. laughs> you know that's 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 a, Russia's that's a, huge. 
close. Yeah, but it's, yeah, but it's an ex extreme example. Let's be honest. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that yeah. is one of, one of the most extreme examples I could come up with. That or China, anywhere that is like communist dictator, government yeah. rules everything especially around you. Especially now, yeah, right? Possibly. Yeah, especially yeah. now. Yeah. But then I, I think it just goes to show that there's people out there and that they that music resonates with them. The messages resonate with them, whether it's, you know, they're, they're Russian, but you're coming over to sing in, you know, at the time that City Saints went, oh. the majority of their songs are in English. But even if they went over and sang in Swedish, uh, I don't think it would have made much of a difference to them. Well, well fun mm -hmm. fact is, actually, uh, uh, Russia had a blooming scene uh, before all the shit with uh, with Ukraine and, and, and stuff. Uh, like Shaved Hats is one of these bands. I do believe they, they, they had songs in English as well. And they really uh, embraced uh, here in Europe as well uh, because we didn't have any beef with Russia. But lately, I find that these guys can set foot anymore in europe because of all that shit mm. and that's that's something that's that, so i'm actually a little bit surprised you're telling the city saints went there recently to play a show right didn't you know that's, that i did not know that no, uh -huh. no. I, I don't remember how long ago it was that they went i just remember the story i mean it's been about two months since we did the interview but i remember the story and them not knowing ahead of time what they were in for but, uh, okay but they okay. went and then they were received very well so this might not have been that recent i don't think it was too long ago but either way could be could be yeah could be yeah of course uh, yeah well um let's say they, they they went there before all the shit with ukraine and stuff yeah of course they're they're, they're really um Welcoming uh, mm -hmm. bands from Europe, and yeah, there is no. It's very. Yeah, for, from what I know, mm -hmm. especially by by the uh, what I saw on social media with with shaved heads, the Russian band mm -hmm. from Moscow. Oh, well, mm -hmm. there was uh, I guess, really I guess, much interest in. in guess, uh, yeah. Sorry, I guess in uh, punk rock or oi or whatever, it's, it's it's still one scene, and then it doesn't yes. matter where you're from. I guess so. Mm -hmm. so you will always feel welcoming when you listen. You know the same bands. You appreciate the same bands. Everybody loves Blitz and stuff like this, you know. So um, you gotta, you don't maybe speak the same language, but kind of you do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know I mean? ex exactly. Yeah. You you will always have to connect. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you will always have to. We can talk South Lake City, you know. Uh, we, we have the same mindset in a way. We like the same things. Uh, exactly. And you will always have the separation between uh, the, the extreme left and extreme right. And, and there's a lot of that in between also in Europe, you know. And, no separation. Yeah, but is there... I have to admit... We had some shit with my old band Discharger as well. Uh, with, with, with right wing shit, left wing shit, doesn't matter. But actually, nowadays I don't experience that anymore. I don't have mm -hmm. that shit anymore because it's not difficult to avoid that anymore. Yeah, but you because make most of the people are are smart and and don't don't bother you with that shit. And because we all want to have a good time and have a party, mm -hmm. and it's actually always been a, a really small part. That's thinking in an extremist way. I don't know how to put it. Otherwise, you get what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> On that note, I know Ronnie's got uh, some live shows uh, with his various bands all coming up. I saw that you just posted that mm -hmm. within the last couple of days. I'm crossing the pond. Actually, yeah. I'm coming over to your. I see that. Yes. <laughs> First fucking yeah, time that's ever. <laughs> that's awesome. That's really awesome. You going to Utah? You going to Utah? No, 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 way, way. No, I'm only I'm doing East Coast. East Coast, but yeah, proceed. Let, I tell people proceed. all the time. Sorry. Anybody I talk to from Europe, I say, if you haven't been here yet, go to the East Coast. <laughs> of course, selfish me yeah. wants you to come way over here, but from New York to Salt Lake, it's like a four-hour plane ride, and oh, wow. it is a very long drive. <laughs> That, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know the equivalent, but that's it. probably from like driving from Portugal to somewhere in Eastern Europe. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I yeah. Yes, I, I want. I, I, I want crazy shit like that. I would do that. I want. <laughs> Hey, first yeah, well, New York yeah. to LA and it was fucking five hours. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. In this in the same country, like from New York to a five hour flight. You know? Yeah. What oh, a big yeah. country is America. Oh my God. Crazy, I mean, there's crazy, places crazy. like Texas, you can drive for the majority of an entire day and you'll still be in Texas. If you start in one area and drive to the next, you'll it'll still be the same day. You can it's oh, huge. Wow. Texas is giant. So, 
in awesome. Holland, Holland is so is so small. You can ride just through yeah. it in two and a half hours. People are complaining here about attending attending a show and it, because it's an hour drive. Uh, we're not gonna do yeah. that. It's an hour drive. It's then on the on the other side of the country. We're not gonna do that. Yeah. <laughs> For us, Salt Lake to Las Vegas is five and a half hours. Just Utah alone, if you're driving from the north border to the south border, it is probably five hours or so, maybe maybe longer. Just just Utah wow. alone. <laughs> if you go the east to west border, it's probably two and a half. If you try to go from Wyoming through mm-hmm. Utah to Nevada, it's only two and a half. So a little skinny. But yeah, wow. people complaining about an hour drive, that's sad. They, they don't that's know how really to get sad. it. It's perspective. Life is about perspective. Yeah. If you if you have so many great things in your area and then you're like, well, I have to go to an hour for this other thing, I'm going to wait. But when you have to drive hours and hours or sit in, I guess, long traffic or something like that, and then somebody says you have to go an hour for something, you're like, cool. I'm glad it's not two or three. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's crazy. Actually, there's, there's a little example. Hoofdorp, there's my, my buddy... Jordi, he uh, he manages, uh, he organizes school festivals here in uh, a city near to Amsterdam. Actually, oi parties. Only oi. Um, only oi parties. Yes. The only oi party yeah, in, uh, in Holland. Yeah. But people are always whining about it, yeah, and I'm gonna attend that because we have the northern part of the Netherlands, and there's a rich scene actually over there. So they're not gonna come because, hey, man, it's an hour and a half drive. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> Fucking hell. No, yeah. uh, because of that, the scene is fucking dying. I moved to another town that was 20 minutes driving, 25 minutes, <laughs> and people treat me like, like I was uh, I was away from the planet or something. You know? Crazy. It's not like I, I disappeared. That, that, yeah. that, that's crazy that people crazy. would think that a 25 minute drive yeah. far away. Yeah. Yeah. From another planet. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, <laughs> really crazy indeed. Again, it's it's about perspective. Yeah. yeah. The great thing about yeah. Europe is geographically, it doesn't occupy quite as much space, but there's so many more people more densely populated there as opposed to mm-hmm. in, the, yeah. in the United States. There's cities like that, but most cities are expanded out. You know, most of the country, I would say, is suburban as opposed to urban mm-hmm. cities, right? As opposed yes. to Europe is probably a lot more, more urban state. areas. Yeah. Yeah, we have yeah. such a tiny area in Salt Lake that actually fits that bill. And uh, so it's crazy. People just don't amazing. understand it, it uh, until you actually go country. there. <laughs> Yes, many, a lot of space. Uh, exactly. Yeah, we, we have we have farm country as well. For example, in Holland, but you you have to drive only for well, let's say ten minutes, five minutes, ten minutes until you reach another city. So so yeah. we have that for stuff. Me, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm from Berlin, and uh, in Berlin, uh, it's yeah, you know, it's a big city. And for me, it's also when I um, drive an hour in. Yeah, I'm still in Berlin. You know, when I want to visit a. a, a when I'm at my mom's and I want to visit my dad, I also have to drive an hour and I'm still in Berlin. So I think it also that so in Holland, it's so funny. If I drive here half an hour, I'm in fucking Amsterdam. You know, it's like in a whole different city. It's not, it's not a district of the same country. It's a, I'm like, a farm country and I, I drive yeah. an half an hour and I'm a fucking So there's a, yeah. <laughs> a small country. Uh, so, yeah, it's really... Yeah, pop, yeah. the population is very... Yeah, it's different. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Weird. It's a, two, a yeah, two different world entirely. Then it's sad that the punk rock scene is kind of feels like it's slowly dying here in Holland. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Mm. Because we are spoiled in a way. Yeah, we got all the big tours passing here, so all the big bands, a lot of festivals going on. So yeah, right. Especially Holland is very spoiled. Yes, in all genres passing by. Exactly. For one part, it's spoiled. For the second part, it's uh, we're getting. Getting old, I think. The, yeah, but you also most of the guys are between uh, forty and uh, seventy. Really, there is mm. no young scene anymore no. in Holland, in Belgium, Germany a little bit. Germany actually. has a yeah, good. Uh, yeah, scene. Germany is doing good. Always. Um, in Holland and Belgium is shit. Yeah, it's it's shit. Uh, if you want to see a thriving scene these days? It's Spain. Also the noise has been best country. It was amazing to see that all the young people. And what I think the funniest thing you said was 
that the bands there from Basque Country said, yeah, we uh, play for so many, so many kids, and uh, but we are very uh, cool punk rockers. We don't want to play in front of kids. We want to yeah. play. It was quite the opposite. Please <laughs> give me 20,000 kids and not three bald-headed punk rockers who are 60 and standing like this. I want to have this 20,000 yeah. kids. <laughs> You know? That was an amazing little fact because these, these bands th these bands were inspired by the by the old stuff up north, like uh, the, the guys from Britain, Last Resort, the older guys, you know, and, right. and, and uh, so they were tired of, of playing for kids all the time, oh, you can't for little kids, because they were really into the oil scene, but there, were, there aren't too many skinheads also around there you have a few of course and these are also older people so my mate jordy invited them to north holland and suddenly they played for an audience uh between 40 and and, and 60 years old all skinheads mm. to the bone and i said what the fuck we finally get to play for real skinheads not children anymore so that's that's it's quite the opposite over there that's, that's really fun <laughs> One, one, two, three. Yeah, the thing is, with, with an older audience, they are very supportive. Yeah, yeah. We got a small scene, old scene, but but they they're very curious. They buy everything. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they really do. Really I agree awesome. with you. Yeah. The youth that is where it's at to keep it going. And of course, yeah. uh, when you enjoy something so much, you don't want to see it go. You don't want to be. All right, well, I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to pass on, and it as well will pass on. Yeah, Nobody exactly, wants that. Yeah. You want it to keep going. Uh, we basically uh, just started with the band, you know? <laughs> right. Uh, I have to say, when it comes to the day drinkers, uh, we, we are actually um, placed, uh, most of the times we are placed in shows that uh, oi oriented. But actually, I think day drinkers aren't really an oi band. More, uh, we're more, more of a band. punk rock band, sometimes a little bit 90s skate punk. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have the feeling, but uh, last time uh, we played in Harlem, that's uh, uh, nearby Amsterdam, mm. and there's a totally different scene for us, and we were placed <laughs> in a totally different set of bands. Like, actually, uh, yeah, bands maybe, um, yeah, uh, not the usual bands we were playing with, so it was a totally yeah, different band, audience. And, like, what and then, was and from, I was I was totally surprised that it, uh, that the audience, sorry to, to interrupt, that, that that there was there's there was young flesh, <laughs> young blood, <laughs> because it was a different audience. And it's one city. Actually. And yeah. and I saw uh, all those uh, teenage girls dance, and I said, "Whoa, Harlem got some uh, got some. There is young people. Maybe we are placed. Yeah, but other only uh, they didn't really know what they were watching. I yeah, think, but they the there, so there is there are young people who are listening to to guitar music, to punk rock music, but maybe sometimes we stuck. We, we are stuck in this scene. No. I don't know. I don't know. I always wondered what, why there wasn't a young generation of punks because there's a lot going on in the world lately with, with the COVID situation. Oh, it's um, the best time for punk rock, I think. I, I don't, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't know. So many stuff to write about. There should be a lot of rebellion, uh, rebellion actually. Yeah, it mm. goes the opposite way. People are getting tamed, it seems. Uh, they, they just follow whatever the government tells them. Yeah. yeah, well, that's really Dutch yeah, and that's really Belgian just, uh, as well. Yeah, actually. that's very Belgian. Just uh, Dutch as well. Yeah, just accept what, what's going on and keep on doing your thing. That that's that's yeah, yeah. that's uh, the status quo. Uh, yeah, uh, that's yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. don't cause any trouble. Uh, do you? Yeah, it's also that the Belgian thing is we've been conquered by so many lands, like half of Europe as as ruled uh, Belgium. So so people just comply and. Uh, and go with the flow, I guess. <laughs> More than just there. So in the United States, in my opinion, one of the things that I've loved about the punk scene and probably attracted me to the punk scene is that defiance that, hey, just because you say it doesn't mean I'm going to believe it. And Right, exactly. And then it's right. specific to governments because how often, you know, the people, that, especially in this country, United States, but I'm sure it's the same everywhere, the people that get elected mm -hmm. into the governments aren't your neighbor it ain't. It isn't your brother no, or your they, sister. They're not there for for your interest. Exactly. It's somebody that is some sort of elite. They came from some mm -hmm. family. They whatever, and they're they out for their agenda, them. They... And people like them. They just do a, at least for some people a good job of 
appearing like they have somebody's other mm-hmm. other's interests in mind, but that's not the case. So punk music yeah. always really you know distrustful of the government. And I think mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. once the pandemic came around, the government figured out a way. In my opinion, they figured out a way to get people like you know punks aren't the only ones that are distrustful of the government, but other people uh-huh. like them, and they got large masses of people that are normally like, hey, government, no, I don't think so. We're going to we're gonna figure it out on mm-hmm. our own. We're, just because you say mm-hmm. it doesn't mean we believe it. And then all of a sudden the pandemic mm-hmm. comes mm-hmm. out, and I start seeing all these people who were defiant of the government, distrustful uh-huh. of the government, now saying the same things that the government was saying. For me, and I'm not saying yeah, I'm better yeah. one way or the other, Crazy. it's just I'm, I'm me. And when I start yeah, well, hearing yeah. the other people say this, I'm turning my head thinking, what, where did I wake yeah. up? What, what happened here? What, why do we all of a sudden <laughs> trust what Weird, they're saying? Eh? Right? Yeah, it's yeah, insane. Because yeah. uh, if you look at history, mm. you yeah. should never trust the government. Exactly. <laughs> 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 yeah. well, well, you're right, actually. <laughs> right. <laughs> government, <laughs> media, my Personal yeah. belief, with especially with yeah, media. Yeah, yeah. media and all. Exactly. How, much, how many how many yeah. lessons do we need? Fucking hell, right? Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we live in the day and age of social media, which I think goes back to what you were saying, and I'll get that here in a moment. But uh, <laughs> it, it is information's accessible. Uh-huh. A great example in our country, not the in media. Russia. Yeah, in Russia, true. it's censored. Everything is censored, and not in. That's true. Yeah, that's. But uh, we have uh, we are lucky. <laughs> we are lucky because people with their phone, they're mm-hmm. a reporter. They're out and they see something and they're recording it. It's unedited. Mm-hmm. Typically, you know, it's not the media taking whatever clip and then passing it off as whatever they want you to think it is. They are, hey, it's. This is it. And you can see and get the information on your own. I mean, there's so many things, and I don't really want to go down that rabbit hole because that has nothing to do with your band <laughs> yeah. specifically. But I, I agree with well, you. Well, we have to we have to time, man. Right? <laughs> and what I was gonna say about social media is the the youth are into that information mm-hmm. accessibility, that what is being fed to me through social media. And I think that's where you get those more popular bands, skate punk, and, and so forth. And maybe that's why you'll get more people, at, younger people at those shows and less people at the other shows is because who, who are these young people following? They're not following their parents, you know, the, the 40-year-olds, the 50-year-olds, the so yeah. forth. And they're not following them. They're not following people their parents' age for information or for entertainment. Right. And when when you have so many of them making that music that are in that age category, they're probably not specifically following them. So what needs to happen is bands like yours that kind of that they appeal to that younger crowd. Right. And that style of music that they're going to attend to. And then it opens the door. You know, if I'm 18 years old, I'm thinking and it's different times when I was 18. This Mm -hmm. was in 90, 98, right? Different times. I didn't have a phone that I could just pull up. (laughs) (laughs) So... Uh, don't, don't worry, we're the same generation. We're the same generation. Right. (laughs) Eric's, Eric's the young one on the show. Uh, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> but back then, anyway, you find a band that you like, you go find out about them. And nowadays, yeah. uh, doing you can do the same thing, and the information's available, and then you can find that band. And then, in this case, if I come across Day Drinker and I really like them, and then I look at the individual members in the band, and oh, look at all these other bands that they're involved with, and then it just spreads out right into <laughs> yeah. oh well, well, if I like what they're doing, then I need to go check out um, this band and this band and this band, and then when you start to mix those bands in, and then you have band members in some of those bands, or you go to Reaper's social media. I uh-huh. well, I came across Day Drinker, and then. I like the Reapers, and then you see all the bands that the Reapers are playing with. has nothing to do with the band members in Daydrinker or the Reapers, but if they're playing a show together, well, I might like those bands too. And that's the way it's going to work, right? That's the only way that it's going to proliferate out there is... That's true. But don't you think... I would love to be that band. Don't you think it's much... It's sometimes a little bit of an overkill of information, like... You got because because as of Spotify, you got a link. Yeah, things bit fragmented these days. 
gotta listen to that. Back in the days, I bought a, I bought an album and I listened to it for fucking five months. And I loved it. Yeah, now so much information. It's overkill. Yes. Oh, actually, yeah. yeah. I, miss, I but, have the feeling I'm missing out. Everything is about anymore. Uh, you know, like, but because of that, no. yeah, I don't know. He was talking about. I I understand. Uh, also a good thing, but it can also be overkill on information, the social media thing when it comes to bands or Spotify mm-hmm. or whatever. I agree. Just yeah, exactly. So back exactly. in the nineties, so when you come across involved, a band, yeah. you probably only came across a couple bands, and now it can be, as you just said, it's a rabbit yes. hole. Yeah, it's going to be a rabbit hole out, that uh, you go to, and it's going to be instead of. 15, 20 years yeah. ago, you come, you might come across two or three extra bands on top of this band that you came across. Now it's going to be 20, 30, 40, 50 bands. And then how are you going to get to all of that music? <laughs> it's like cat videos on YouTube. Yeah, Once exactly. you take it <laughs> in the spiral, you can't get out for hours. <laughs> you know? uh-huh. I joined Dead Drinker in Corona times, actually. Mm, so, yeah, yeah, to rehearse yeah. secret. Yes, and, uh, secretly, but I to, to learn all the stuff and also set up uh, or, or made a uh, good connections with uh, other musicians and help uh, each other out, like their connection with no restraints and so because everybody had time. That was a very good thing. But yeah, thanks to then uh, to the World Wide Web that we can connect. It's not uh, about like it was back in the 90s or 2000s, like only your country. Now we are more, yeah, we can spread our own musical. So the scene, actually, maybe we shouldn't see it like, oh, there are no people in Holland. Maybe we should see it uh, wider like this. Like you. You know? (laughs) Now we're sitting here with you. Uh, but we we actually uh, we have the same interests and stuff. So maybe right. you you can come to our concerts, but you're still supporting us, you know, and we supporting you. Then so it's uh, yeah. Mm. Shit, I lost it. What I wanted to say. Whenever you want to come over uh, again to France or something, uh, we got a lot of family in France. We always have a place for you. You're always welcome if you yeah. want to see a show you or you want to. Yeah, sure. For you. <laughs> <laughs> I got to make some plans. Oh, awesome. If you Go. can lower your cost, you are always welcome to stay at one of our places. Yeah, you can help us. Yeah. Welcome. So, to, to, oh, oh, I totally see this. We got family and friends all, all over the place. So, you're welcome. We yeah, sure. Are Spain, Germany, Everywhere. France. Berlin, Park. <laughs> I know. Yeah, you kind, of, you kind of earned your stripes over here, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, dude. <laughs> So it's gonna be awesome. So, but I know is that's kind of a, a vision. It's expensive, but if you yeah, know that's... the right people, and that's what I'm talking about, being supportive. Mm. Like, uh, so no problem that yeah, crash at my place. So it goes all the way around. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, favor and name. What is it? Give and take. Give, take. give and take. You know, like, uh, yeah, yeah. The punk scene is underrepresented. Uh, for the interest that should be out there and that, that I feel is out there for it. And there mm-hmm. is a lot that the the people that may not know because it's not on a lot of radio stations. It's not on the stuff that's as accessible. No. So, exactly. mm-hmm. yeah. Is that a selling point? for uh, let, let, Let's say Punk Rock Bowling. All these foreign bands who play there from across the pond. Is that a selling point for people in America? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's yeah. for me personally. That's how I. Uh, the biggest festival. You know, I plan to just go because yes. there's always going to be enough, and uh, it's the biggest festival nearest me. Like the Hellfest from, uh, like the Hellfest from for punk rock in uh, in America. No, no, that's just, yeah, that's and, and oh, Rebellion. No, and, but, just... and, uh, yeah, but punk. Rock, I always thought punk rock bowling was it's actually the perfect uh, place for day drinker. We were totally fit in punk rock bowling. Yeah, we were fit yeah, in punk rock bowling. We're we don't have the, the fucking connections, <laughs> but we would fit there perfectly. We're the perfect band for punk rock bowling, actually. Absolutely, mm. yeah. But yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of uh, good bands always playing at uh, punk rock bowling. Right. It's very 
famous, well-known festival also in Europe. So uh, always looking like very jealousy at the at the yeah, like uh, it's just, oh yeah, punk bowling is scam, but I could go there. But, but for us, it's very right? expensive as a as a just as a normal visitor. It's yeah. very expensive to go to punk bowling. <laughs> like uh, yeah. Yeah, you need to play a show so they can pay you to come over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we should play there. Yeah. We should play yeah. there. So, uh, there's a lot of European bands are playing. There is, and if it was on that scale that Rebellion was, Rebellion's just on another level. They've got like 10 to 12 stages going, four full days. There's three days here, only two stages going. And even mm. adding in the club shows, I mean, it's like half-ish at best, the number of bands <laughs> playing here. And obviously, Rebellion, well, you can different. draw a lot more bands from Europe. You know, if you're in the UK, mm. even coming from Sweden, Norway, Czech Republic, you know, America, it's kind of yeah. the f- <laughs> little bit further distance in Europe, but <laughs> not that far, all things considered. Yeah. Uh, it's probably sure. a really big draw for people. And then to actually right. go attend it, it's probably not too too big of a reach compared to mm-hmm. trying to travel out here for a smaller festival yeah, like Punk Rock Bowling. Fun, fun, fun little fact, Grandcourt actually uh, refused to play on Rebellion the what? second time this really? year. Really? This year, Yeah, to go to the U.S. To go to the U.S. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. With Violent Way, together with Violent Way. How are you doing the show? Mm-hmm. What? All together with Violent Way, all yes. the shows. Yeah, the with show. Violent Way, yeah. all the shows, yeah. Cool, man. Actually, uh, looking forward to that. Uh, Did to you that. ever travel to the U.S.? What? It's the first time you've been in the U.S.? Yeah, it's my first time in the U.S. Cool. Yeah. Eat Yay. a lot of, eat a lot of burgers. <laughs> I, I think it's time to wrap it up, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. I, I, this hey, has been a blast. Thank you so much. It was, it was a blast. It was has, so much fun. This has been a blast, yeah. indeed. Thank you. Thank and, you so much. And you for... motivated us to get the record done uh, in March 2024. We... The record will be finished, and I promise you. Right. And don't forget about your, your split. Yeah, with Tea Drinker. Yes. <laughs> split with my own. It's like... But we have an actual split with... Uh, gun Down. Yep. Coming up. Yeah. Awesome. That's, that's the first... That's yeah. the first releasing where we're bringing out, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's true. I'll be looking forward to that one. Excellent. Thank you, man. Well, thank you. Thank I you. appreciate okay. you taking the time. Yes. It's been great. Yes, of course. It was awesome. It was such a laugh. And yeah, we had a really good time talking and, and with you. So, bye, dude. Bye. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Have a great weekend. You do the same. Thank you. And see you somewhere. Yeah, uh, see you uh, in your at the festival. Yes. <laughs> and I hope to be there in 2024. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye, buddy. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much.
Daydrinker, Lest We Forget. Great track, great interview, great people. Really enjoyed it. I hope you did too. Uh, we're going to wrap up this bonus by talking about the band The Reapers. Uh, the Reapers, another one of Ronnie's bands. Great band. Uh, they released, I think they have two LPs out. Definitely looking forward to more. Why not? When you like a band a lot, you look forward to more. Uh, the Reapers released Kill 'em All uh, October 9th of 2020. They're from the Netherlands. And the band started in 2016, I want to say. The first album came out in 2018 and then 2020. So they're due. They're due. <laughs> uh, great. You should check them out. You can go check them out over on Facebook at The Reapers Street Punk and over on Instagram at The Reapers underscore Street Punk. We're going to play a track here in just a moment. They are going to be playing in Badalona on August 19th. Uh, well, before I get into that, because I'm going to talk in a little bit more detail, at the end of that, and I didn't see, Malad is playing one more show in Hoofdorp on September 8th in Netherlands. So you can add that to what Malad is also playing. We are going to go to Beach Beer and Chaos. That is where the Reapers are going to be playing uh, on their show date. And the it's stacked. I mean, uh, Beach Beer and Chaos, August 17th, 18th, and 19th. I'm going to preface this by saying it's already sold out. So before I get you to... Uh, amped and you try to look for your tickets already. Badalona, Spain, it's popular. Uh, it's sold out. The warm-up show sold out. But the bands that you will hear on top of getting to hear the Reapers, uh, or see rather, Antiheroes, Crashed Out, Live by the Sword, Marboots, Ultrasect, Kaleko Erdengak, Claimed Choice, The Partisans, The Belltones, The Reapers, Mess, Horda, Contempt, Brutal Seegers, I mean, that's bands from Mexico, from Canada, from the U.S., from France, uh, all over the place. So many great bands. You definitely got to get out there and, and check them out. Uh, if you stand outside, <laughs> you know, uh, the warm-up show will comprise of Ultimo Asalto, Fuerza, Bruta, Dying Breed, and Haren, and that'll be on August 16th. And yeah, go check it out. You can go follow at Beach Beer Chaos if you want any other details. But like I said, tickets to both of those are already sold out. So uh, good luck. Maybe you'll be able to find somebody that has an extra ticket or needs to get rid of a ticket or whatever. Who knows? Let's get into some uh, some Reapers off of that Kill 'em All. Let's wrap up the show with Skinhead Rock and Roll. <laughs> Doesn't know what I mean. So famous movement on the radio, working 
check out Kill em All. Go check out both those full links. Uh, what you may have noticed from these bonus episodes, uh, four very talented musicians that comprise the band Day Drinker. Uh, quite a vast reach into the punk realm, uh, maybe influencing other people as they have so many bands, so many great bands, a lot of great music. And that's one thing that I appreciate about the punk scene is you get people in bands and sometimes it's the project's done but then they go and they continue to make other great stuff and sometimes it's like hey you're like ronnie (laughs) and you have like who knows how many bands on the side and maybe countless others to come and you're out there making fantastic great music nonetheless uh it's great i appreciate all of them once again thank you to bart to jane to antoine to ronnie thank you for joining i hope you enjoyed all parts of that interview. Definitely have more interviews to come on SLC Punkcast coming up. So enjoy that. Look forward to more music from all of their bands, as I will too. And we will definitely be playing them as they come out. And we'll see you on the next one. Play the fucking outro. Outro.